Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, your go-to source for all things Disney. With us today is myself, Nicole, and we brought back Jeff. Yay! All of you. <laughs> for all of you that are longtime listeners, Jeff and Karen were the pioneers of the My Mickey Podcast. So we're so excited that with the the excitement of Jeff coming back, that means there's only one topic we could be talking about, guys, that we have waited and waited and waited for, which is Disney dining plans. They're coming back. They're going to be here for 2024 bookings, and we are so excited to talk with you guys about all of it. So let's jump into it. Yeah, I mean, I know how popular the dining plans are because it really just gives you the peace of mind of knowing that your meals are paid for in advance. So it's one less thing you have to worry about. And then I feel like no one ever has to be like, how much does it cost to dine with Mickey? And then I say, it's already been paid for. It's one credit. <laughs> yeah, one credit. <laughs> so I, I have to say that, you know, of course, you know, we talk about Disney Dining Plan being back. I mean, it, it disappeared with the pandemic, right? I mean, COVID destroyed the dining plan. And so having it back after, what, three years almost, right? Since the parks reopened yeah. after the shutdown is just amazing. It, it's wonderful because... You know, we, we went through this period of time where it, it was a slow roll getting restaurants back open. You know, we had staffing issues, obviously. Um, you know, then we went through this inflationary period. We're, we're kind of still going through it, right? I mean, with food costs, we're going, what, what is it, like a second mortgage to buy eggs? And so coming through all of this uh, to a place where we're finally returning to the sense of normalcy that this thing's coming back Um what starting January 9th of next year is just going to be amazing. I love, I love that the dining plan is back. Yay. <laughs> and for anybody who's wondering, they'll begin with bookings starting January 9th of 2024. So with vacation mm -hmm. packages opening on May 31st, now is the time to jump in. It will look a little different though, because we're only going to have the quick service plan and the standard dining, which, you know, if I'm being honest, those are, those are the most popular. So I think those, if you're going to have two options, those are the two options to have. I think also the other big change to note for people is remember, and anyone that's used the dining plan in the past, which our family is a huge fan of it. At the end of your trip, you would end up with all these hoarded like snack credits that you think you'll eat two snacks a day, but really you're eating so many meals that you end up with all these extras. So they, Disney has been very intuitive with that. So people aren't having to bring so much stuff home and all that extra stuff. So they're going, both plans are only going to have one snack credit, but the mugs are coming back. So everybody that loves those refillable mugs to collect them for your trip and live vicariously when you come home, those are going to be there as well still. So we got two plans. So you have this quick service plan. So for per person, per night stay, you're going to get two quick service meals per day. You get that one snack credit per day and you get that resort mug that you can use for refillable beverages at the uh, resort you're staying at. If you're doing the regular dining plan, which includes the table service meals, a four night stay would get you four credits per person for a table service, four quick service meals, and four snacks, and the refillable mug. Now, the other cool thing that is really great about this, the um, regular dining plan that they're bringing back, which I think is 
it was an incredible change right before, I think it was not long before the shutdown, they brought this feature in, but it includes adult beverages as part of your meal. Yes. So glass wine, of wine, cocktail, cocktail or beer. I mean, and that's, that's significant. And, and not only that, but for those who don't like to partake in alcoholic beverages or for the kiddos, you can get mocktails or slushies or whatever, you know, whatever's on the menu at that particular restaurant. And those aren't cheap either. So that's a great option as well. It's important to note that this is going to be for guests that are ages three and up. Um, so anyone under three is still able, as far as we know, to still do the shared plate with mom and dad if they need. Um, but everybody above that is going to be able to utilize the dining plan, which is amazing because as we all know, sometimes these character meals, your kids may not eat a ton because they're so excited to hug on everybody. So this is a great way to, to maximize your savings. And I know, um, our family has always loved it. It's been a great thing to have prepaid before we arrive. So all we have to think about is Mickey ears and gratuity at sit down restaurants and it just is one less thing you're thinking about the whole time you're there. And I know, Jeff, you have crunched some numbers with it as well for us. And, you know, based on obviously food costs being higher now and things like that, we don't have the exact pricing yet until later this week when they roll out. But, you know, how, how do you think it's going to compare as far as savings wise? So what I'm what I'm hearing from some some of the contacts I have, it's that the pricing when it returns will not be too significantly far off from the pricing it was when it went away, which is a great, oh, you know, awesome. great news. Now, now granted they've taken away a snack credit. So, you know, what's that about six, seven bucks, right. On average. But um, that's what I'm hearing. So again, until it's published, until we actually see these prices come out on uh, the 31st, we won't know for sure, but you know, I mean, you guys know it's common knowledge. We live right here. So we're constantly at the parks and at the hotels and we're eating a lot um, at these wonderful restaurants. So some of the pricing that we're seeing, I mean, obviously it's gone up, right? So for example, Casey's just to get a hot dog and fries is anywhere between 13, 15 bucks. And then you add a um, a soda or, you know, a, a beverage onto that. That's another five bucks and that's plus tax. So you're, you're talking about almost $10 per person for, for a quick service. Um, a burger is about 13. That comes with the fries. If you go to Pinocchio's and get a flatbread, that's about 1250 plus tax. But then you have those places that are what I would call like a premium quick service that are like Regal Eagle, for example. Mm -hmm. So you can go over there and get those incredible ribs and those great sides. The ribs are like 16 bucks plus tax. Then, you know, if you add a side to it, of course, that wouldn't be covered by the dining plan. But, I mean, you could use a snack credit for it, I guess. That's like five bucks. Um, fish and chips over at Yorkshire County. That's that's over $18 with, with tax to get that in a, in a drink. Wow. So, you know, a family of four, that's almost 80 bucks for just a quick service meal. And then your table service meals, your buffets uh, or, the, or the family style dinners, are running around 45 right now. Your character meals are anywhere between 55 and 59 plus tax per person. Uh, now, these are adult prices, not for the kids. Um, Steakhouse 71, if you want to get a nice steak. Uh, now, that's going to be like 30 to $40 plus your dessert, which is 8 to 11 bucks, which is including the dining plan as well. So, I mean, you're dropping $40, $50 per person for a table service meal now. 
So Steakhouse 71, just as a side note, wasn't part of the old dining plan. So we don't know if that's going to be a signature restaurant or not yet. So kind of hold out on that. But the other thing, we were walking around the park the other day. Do you guys know how much Mickey bars are now? Six twenty-five for a Mickey bar. Wow. Remember when they were, remember when they were like two fifty? I that was that, <laughs> we're dating ourselves. <laughs> really good. But I'm telling you, every time I check out, whether it's merchandise or food, I always say like, "Don't tell me the total," and I just tap my magic band. I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't want to know. Just, just let me tap my band." So yeah. you know, so I guess what I'm what I'm coming with with all these numbers. I didn't mean to just throw a bunch of numbers out, um, but. What I guess where I'm coming from is it is not cheap to eat. And I think over the last three years, anybody who's visited the parks has found that out. And so, and I think what has happened also is because of that, a lot of folks have lost those experiences. They're not doing as many table service restaurants as they used to. And a lot of these dining restaurants are actual experiences. It's not just going into a restaurant, right? Uh, they are actual experiences. And so people have been missing out on that. So I think with the return of the dining plan where you can kind of prepay for it, it's out of sight, out of mind. You're not going to get that big credit card bill after you come home. You're not sitting there counting the pennies while you're on the vacation. I think people are going to return and have a more, more fulfilling vacation because they'll get to fill in these experiences that they've been missing out on the last three years. And, you know, one thing I loved about the plan, and I know it's so hard because we don't have the pricing yet, is that the pricing really goes down for those kiddos that are between three and nine years old. So it really does make it, you know, advantageous for families to take advantage of that, especially if you do want to have those great experiences or that character dining. Um, You know, I know, like, I would always do a cost comparison to be like, okay, is this, is this meal worth using our dining credit for, or do we pay out of pocket? But when it came to the kids, it was always worth it to do it for the kids. It always, the cost for them per day, absolutely covered. And believe you me, my kids could use all of the snack credits on the world between those Mickey bars and the Mickey pretzels. Um, They were definitely dipping into our snack credits. I think our biggest thing was always like, I got to get the most bang for my buck. I was like, so don't use that water for snack credit. And then at the end of the trip, I would just buy strangers like cotton candy because I was like, make these credits go away. (laughs) Right. You end up with this huge bank of them. And it it always was nice because I feel like like I always think about when we first started going since we were Disneyland west coast people and when we started going to walt disney world and the ability to do that with three kids was so nice because i did have some that didn't want to eat big crazy meals but then i had my daughter who loved the most expensive thing on the menu and so she would get you know she as soon as she hit that 10 year old age she was like I want the filet. I want, you know, the, the, the blowfish or whatever it was, you know, the craziest, wildest thing on the menu. And she couldn't experience those things. And now as an adult, like the kid eats everywhere and loves dining as an experience. And that's not something that you find in the suburbs where we live. Like you'd have to go to a big town to get those types of experiences. So it's kind of cool because it does, it allows you to try more things and you're, I feel like it's more of like that yes day feeling like, do you want that? Yes. Do you want that lemonade with the glow buzz light year that's going to, you know, get lost on the way home on the airplane? Sure. Go ahead. You know, like it, it, when you're on a budget, it, it allowed us to do a lot more, which I appreciate it always. 
And it's so easy to keep track of what you have left. Every time you get a receipt, it tells you your remaining credits. So you know, you know where you stand for the rest of the week. So I always found that really helpful. And I'm hoping they're going to have it on the app because on the My Disney Experience app for a while there, you were able to track it and see like where you spent your credits and what your remaining balance was, which is always a good tip. No matter if you're traveling with five people, make sure everybody had every room has their own. So that way you can distinguish who has what left and, and who's used what, because it just makes it easier. Oh, and speaking of larger groups, I think if everybody's on the dining plan, it makes it a lot easier for the groups to travel together. Because if your group is traveling with different budgets or different expectations, when you say like, we're using one dining credit here, we're using one dining credit there. I find it's easier for people to be agreeable about where they eat if they're not looking at the prices on the menu. I think one thing that's going to be also even more important than it is now is making those advanced dining reservations at 60 days. Because what we're finding now is not as many people are eating those table service meals. And so, you know, they, in fact, it's so prevalent that even on the My Disney Experience app, when you go to make dining reservations, they even have a now button to show what's available at the current time. Oh, wow. And so I think we're going to see less and less of that as, as people start taking up table service dining again. We were at the park on Sunday over Magic Kingdom, and there was a sign out front that said they had immediate seating available at Crystal Palace. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the most popular places, right? And Never so, hear that. Yeah, you never hear that. So I think as people start filling back into these table service restaurants, I think we're going to see less of that last minute availability. And so it's going to be, I think, even more important to grab those 60-day advanced dining reservations. See, and I think that's so fascinating because I'm, perhaps I'm the worst planner when it comes to myself, but I wait until the last second because I've noticed the same thing lately that I was like, I could literally pick whatever I want last second because I just noticed those advanced dining reservations weren't being made and it was easier to get things. But I think you're absolutely right. If I'm thinking of the days before COVID, you couldn't get those. You There was no way you were just walking into Crystal Palace. That's amazing. Yep. Agreed. Well, and I know we mentioned it before as far as like if Steakhouse 71 is going to be signature dining. This is something that I think sometimes the verbiage is a little confusing. So I'm kind of glad we now have just two plans because we used to have four right before the pandemic. They threw in a a fourth one. Some restaurants, majority of sit down restaurants we have found are one table service credit if you want to go. Even some of your signature meals, your Chef Mickey's, things like that. Some of the experiences are what are called signature dining and signature dining is going to be like eating in the in Cinderella's castle that used to be two credits which I would imagine that's probably going to be the case going forward um but it'll be interesting to kind of see what gets added to that um I'm also really still hoping that this opens up to have some other experiences come back as well like the the bon voyage breakfast at um the boardwalk. That was always a fun one. So, uh, you know, we I think we've kind of been thinking hand in hand this whole time. Well, you know, staffing and food costs and things like that and being able to hire, you know, the, the people to come in and do these things. I'm, so I'm hoping this is all still continuing positive signs that we're going to have some more experiences and things like that back. And I think the one that most people are waiting for is 1900 Park Fair, right? That's exactly. Um, yes, with Mary. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think I think that's more delayed now, less about those other issues, but more about some of the refurbishments they're going to be doing at the hotel because uh, they, they've already yeah. talked about doing some changes inside the Grand Hall there. So hopefully maybe uh, when it does return, it'll be all brand spanking new and re- redone and redecorated. So we'll see. It might be worth the wait. Yeah. Um, you know, Space 220 is new, too. So I'm wondering where that's going to fall, oh, if that's yeah. going to be included, if that would be standard or signature, because... We did. We did love that. Um, Forgot about but, that. Yeah. You know, once my daughter you know, it's turned funny 10, to think about all the new ones. Yeah. Once she turned 10, it was hard to stomach paying $79 for plain po- buttered pasta, where I think <laughs> I could be like, that's fine. It's one credit regardless. <laughs> yeah. Or chicken finger. Chicken yes, fingers and buttered pasta. Eat your heart out. <laughs> yeah. Once I'm telling you, once they hit that 10 year old mark, man, I'm like, can you just eat something, please? So that's why I think it would be nice, you know, to have those credits back. So I can just think it's just a credit. It's just a credit, not a $80. And it's it's such a peace of noodles. mind. You know, all you're having to worry about is your gratuity. And for those that like to still continue to like budget and have money set aside, I know a lot of families with not having the dining plan, they would put money onto a Disney gift card so that they had that already prepaid in their mind of their food budget. You can do the same thing with your gratuities as well. You can ha- still have a Disney gift card if you want to bring that and you don't want to have that bill on your you know, hotel folio at the end from your Magic Band for the dining and things like that. You can still do that. That's still an option. Um, and you know, it, it just gives you more, I feel like it just gives you more options. You're going to to do more experiences than probably what you've been doing over the last three years. Um, Cause as we said, you know, a lot of people cut the, some of those things out just because the, the cost was so high for food and, and things like that. I'll also add, it's that, like you said, it's that simplicity because one of the things we heard a lot at, at you know, at the parks and, and uh, visiting the restaurants, like people who go to Disney are so out of the space of normalcy that they don't realize that they can actually buy their meals the same as if they went to an Olive Garden. They're, mm-hmm. they're asking this question of, well, how do I pay? I mean, I don't have a dining plan anymore, so how do I pay for my meal? Well, you yep. charge it to your room or pull out a credit card, just like you do at another restaurant. And it was like, it's so foreign to them to actually have to pay for a meal at Disney because they're so used to that dining plan. So hopefully, you know, for some of those people who just want that mindset back, I think this is just going to be a return to normalcy for them. You know, it's funny. I, I heard people say like, oh, so we can't eat there. And I was like, you, you, you eat, you just, you just pay. It's just, right. not yeah. And pay it, as you go. Right. right. It was just so foreign. It's like, no, it doesn't mean you can't eat. It just means you can't creep. <laughs> it's the most magical part right it's it's the not having to think about it it's not having to to constantly be signing for a bill and adding things in your mind while you're on vacation it's i mean i i'm a huge i'm a huge fan of the dining plan i know a lot of people have been waiting to go back until the dining plan came the next question you know that everyone's going to be asking is what is the promo is the promo going to come back the one we don't speak of the the Voldemort of of FD in the in the Disney world and free dining. Yeah, it's the return of the dining plan does not mean the return of that promo. It does not, not at least at least hopefully not right away. We we yeah, it's it's uh I think you're right. It's the Voldemort. I mean to to 
to talk about a different park, but it is a Voldemort of the, the special offers. That's for sure. But people love it. And uh, it does, it definitely drives traffic to the parks. So we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens there. But um, in the meantime, I mean, just, I'm just thrilled it's coming back as well. I mean, I just love this plan. I think it's a great idea, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, we're all in the travel agency business, right? And so, the, you know, and that's why people love going to, you know, Mexico or the Caribbean. That's why they love cruising. The more you can make it all inclusive, the better. Now, granted, I mean, the parks will never be perfectly all inclusive. I get it. But the more you can do, the better. So if you start including the meals in into that experience up front, uh, the less you just have to worry about the stress of money and budgeting while on a, an experience that's supposed to be relaxing, the better. So I'm, I'm just I'm thrilled for what it will do to the psyche of the traveler. Yeah. And if there's ever any question as to what's included, I mean, there there is a lot that is included. Um, but Disney makes it really easy and hopefully the logo stays the same or if it's not the same logo, it'll look a little bit different. But all of their menus, anytime you're online, they have a logo. So you know if it's included for snack credit, you know if it's included with quick service or table service dining. So that's great. You know, my personal favorite was always heading into the confectionery and seeing what pastries were included because I was like, oh, calories don't count when it's on a snack credit. And and then we go in and we take advantage of that. Like I was surprised by just how much was included in that plan. I'm looking forward to some Dole Whips. I need those cheeseburger spring rolls to get on this. Oh, to be a snack credit. It'll never happen, but that's my dream. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of My Mickey Podcast. We hope we left your taste buds watering. Be sure to stay tuned for our next episode where we will bring you more insider tips and news from the world of travel. And of course, if you're planning a vacation to the most magical place on earth or beyond, don't forget that the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel are there to help you. Our team of experts will make sure your trip is filled with unforgettable memories. So once again, thanks for listening and we'll see you real soon.